What do you need in your home office? I mean, what do you really need in your home office? I can tell you this, it's more than just a computer. Learn about the best gear to make you more productive in your workspace from the remote work pros at Vertforce. Tune in, we're starting right now. Welcome to the Vertforce Podcast. Our show helps active duty military spouses plan virtual careers. Each week, we'll be uncovering the secrets of virtual work to help get you hashtag hired. If you want income sustainable from anywhere in the world, this is the show for you. We are bringing you everything from juicy job opportunities to advice on how to glow up for a virtual interview. And now, let's meet our host. She's the change maker responsible for getting over 700 military spouses hashtag hired and making a $15 million impact in the military community. Vertforce founder, professional speaker, remote staff augmentation specialist, visionary. Here's our host, Kimber Hill. Listener, this episode is brought to you by our power partners over at Instant Teams. Be sure to create your Instant Teams profile at instantteams.com today. You can join their remote workforce and get matched with positions that complement your unique skills. Okay, listeners, in this episode... We recorded a very cool conversation about remote work gear in front of a live audience. So there is a lot of interaction, a lot of engagement. I hope you enjoy the community comments and engagement. In the episode, we reference a list of items. I walk you through everything you need in your home office. We are keeping a comprehensive blog post on all of these items, links to access them, and you can find them at vertforce.us or the link will be in the show notes for this episode. Let's get started. The first thing that you need in your home office is a desk. All right, this is very self-explanatory. You can absolutely work from your kitchen table, right? Not all of us have the amount of real estate in our home to have a dedicated space of our house for a desk or to have room for a desk. However, if you're working from home, I encourage you to try to carve it out. There can be something very enriching and engaging about working at your kitchen table. You're kind of in the in the middle of everything, right? Sometimes it's great to get up and leave your desk and go to another area of the house, like your couch or your island, your kitchen island, move your work, walk around, be refreshed. But there's also something incredibly mentally clarifying about having a home base for all of your work to happen. And I want to talk to you about some desk recommendations. The first thing that I want to recommend to you is if you are in the market for a desk, I highly encourage you to purchase directly from a store 
or from Facebook Marketplace where you can physically pick the desk up and bring it home. Because almost everyone that I know who has ordered a desk online has first received a broken desk and had to ship it back, order a new desk, only for it to be broken again, ship it back, order a new desk. In fact, one of our brand ambassadors this week, Ashley, was talking to me about how she had been going through a six-week-long desk ordering process with Amazon. I have personally ordered one desk from Amazon that showed up broken, and then I finally decided to get my desk from a store, and I'm glad I did that. Because we checked out the desk before we left the store and ensured that it wasn't broken before we left. And I got home, had my desk set up within an hour. The second thing that I want to encourage you is consider a sit-to-stand desk. Apparently, women in particular, we spend a lot of time on our fannies sitting And it's actually not very good for you. It's not great for your circulation. It's not great for your health. So I encourage you to consider the concept of a sit-to-stand desk, but it can also be very great for you mentally. Sitting in one attitude or in one position for a long period of time can really generate uh, fatigue, bad posture, brain fog. But if you have a sit-to-stand desk, you can sit for a portion of your day and uh, use your hydraulics to lift the desk and stand for a portion of your day. Typically, if you go the sit-to-stand desk route, you're going to shop online. You're going to be really tempted to go with something like the Vera desk that sits on top of a stationary desk and then bumps up and down. I have had a um, very desk before and it is incredibly bulky. It takes up so much room on your actual desktop and it's just, it's, it's a lot of equipment. So my recommendation is to purchase a desk that has a built-in upward and downward mobility function. When I was looking for my desk, oh, I found the super cool place online store where you could design what kind of wood top you wanted. You could have um, electric buttons and presets and you would just press a button and the desk would go up or down. And I had built my desk online and it was over $800. And I was thinking, this is an investment. I have to get this. I have to spend $800 on this desk. And then my husband walks in the room and He's incredibly pragmatic and practical, which I appreciate so much because he stopped me from doing that. He just said, listen, you're falling for a gimmick right now. You do not have to spend $800 on a sit-to-stand desk. So we started to look around and I found these two options that I trust and I like because I bought one of them and one of my colleagues bought the other one and they're incredibly affordable. And if you're lucky, you can catch this one on sale. I actually think that I got it in some kind of Black Friday sale because I am pretty sure I paid $2.49 or maybe $1.99 for it, but it was definitely not $3.99. I did not pay that. Uh, But what I love about this desk is it is about six feet across 
and several feet deep. So it has plenty of room. It is not an electric one that has to plug in, which I was incredibly tempted to purchase one that plugged into electricity and you pressed a button and it would automatically go up and automatically go down. Uh, but after a conversation with my husband, John, uh, we thought, why spend the money on that when we're just going to have another thing to plug in, which as you work from home, you're going to find that cable management and cord management are just a pain in the rear and can be the the worst part about your work from home day. So I decided to get one that manually goes up and down. I was actually able to put this desk together all by myself. I needed no help from anyone. I'm incredibly impressed by how easily it goes up and down. Uh, there's a little lever right there. And you can see that if you just pull that lever, the desk will pop up or pop down. This is called the Magellan. It's a real space Magellan with pneumatic height adjustable standing desk. I got it at Office Depot. I ordered a very similar one on Amazon first, showed up broken, just a total piece of crap, to be honest with you. It was just disintegrating in different areas. And I imagine because it had been sitting in a warehouse for so long, and uh, it cost me more than the Magellan did. So I was really excited to find the Magellan at Office Depot. The great thing is they're usually in stock. So you could go to your local Office Depot and probably snag this one. Um, they do have to match their online pricing. And if you wait till Black Friday or something like that, it'll probably drop even lower. Another option is the workbench. You can find these at Home Depot and they are even less expensive in many cases. And these have a manual crank on them, which I think are very cool. It's almost a little masculine. So if you're into that um, restoration hardware feel and vibe, this is a really great option for you. And yes, I have a colleague who owns this desk. He says that for a six foot tall man, it is probably just a little short, but I would imagine for a woman, it wouldn't be. Hey listener, this is such a great episode. I wanna take a quick break though and share with you a message about our sponsors at Instant Teams. Have you ever heard the phrase, the future of work is remote work? As a military spouse, I know these words ring so true. Your unique lifestyle demands greater innovation, communication, and flexibility in the workplace. And Instant Teams knows that. This innovative company is helping to change the military spouse employment narrative with flexible, sustainable, remote career opportunities tailored to you in fast-growing industries such as customer success, marketing, and admin. So what are you waiting for? Join the Instant Teams workforce today at instantteams.com. The next thing that you need is this prime wire and cable surge protector. Y'all, this is the Mac Daddy of surge protectors. There are a couple that are a little bit 
more robust than this one. Uh, this one is pricey for a surge protector. Uh, it's about $50, but I absolutely recommend this surge protector because it's actually got USB units in it. It has more than 12 outlets and it says it right here on the packaging. And it's a surge protector. You can also run your internet through it. So when I talked to you earlier about how cord management can be an absolute nightmare for your home office, this thing is seriously your saving grace because you're able to find one position, one corner of your desk up off the ground where you can plug in all of your cords and cables. So it gets all of your cords and cables off of your feet and out of that area down there where your toes are. Raise your hand if you've been sitting at your home office desk and you've accidentally unplugged something with your foot. This totally eliminates that problem. Okay, the next one. You need an ethernet cable. All right, Wi-Fi is not the end-all be-all source of internet. In fact, my modem is in the room behind me. I'm actually in what's called a Florida room in Florida houses, which is super ugly. So that's why I have this curtain behind me. Uh, hopefully we're going to be redecorating soon, but I eh, don't know when that'll happen. My internet is in the other room. So I have a 30 foot long ethernet cable that I run from that room through a window down the side of the wall into my computer for video meetings, for live streaming. You don't always need your internet, but you absolutely need it when you're going to be on video. Otherwise, you are working with spotty Wi-Fi and you will often show up distorted. Now, if you get an ethernet cable, which you totally should, you need to pay attention to how it connects to your computer because with a lot of modern computers, there are not ethernet ports on them anymore. The most modern Macs use uh, micro USBs, I think. And my Mac still has USB ports on it. So I have to use a USB to ethernet dongle. So a dongle is a converter that will take the holes on your computer and make them compatible to things you need to plug into your computer. So if you're wondering how do computers keep getting smaller and sleeker and lighter and they're basically just screens now, it's because the designers are just eliminating all of the ports. <laughs> and now we have to buy external dongles to get everything to match. So beware, if you get an ethernet cable, pay attention to how it connects. The next thing is the beauty light. This is the one that I use, actually. My husband got me this for Christmas. Uh, previous to this, I was using an LED click light from Home Depot. You can get a lot of stuff from Lowe's and Home Depot. Matter of fact, if we jump back to the topic of desks, you might also find desks at Lowe's and you'll, you may be able to use your military discount on those. So if you're price shopping, look there too. Uh, this one comes with a tripod, uh, which I love. The tripod works great. You can also put your phone in the center of it. Obviously, this is kind of targeted towards models, but um, 
remember that good lighting does wonders. It it makes people pay attention to you and Zoom meetings, work meetings, interviews, they are absolutely no exception, right? No, they're not an exception. You don't have to be an Instagram model or a, a full-time YouTuber to benefit from good lighting. So I totally encourage you to have that. And it's also just a fun secret. You know, if you want to share it with your coworkers, you can absolutely share it with them and tell them your fun secret. But um, again, it could just be a fun strategy, a leg up that you have over people you work with. Jen asked, where do you put your ring light in relation to your monitor? And that's a really good question. You guys, I'm having camera issues. Let me switch to my internal camera instead of my attached camera. Okay. Hopefully that is better and it stops flashing at you. So Jen, directly in front of me is my laptop and my laptop screen. Uh, about to my one o'clock to two o'clock is my additional monitor. So when I'm working, I'm kind of working like this. My ring light is on a tripod directly behind my, sorry, I keep hitting my mic, directly behind my laptop screen. Now, what I will say about the ring light that I recommended, the tripod is not tall enough to make the ring light stand above my um, monitor. So you might have to put it on a book or you might want to get a different tripod for it to connect to a taller tripod. I had a ton of little tripods laying around because I'm into audio production, I'm into film production, so I had a lot of little tripods that I could interchange it with. So fortunately, I just popped it in another one and put it behind my computer. But I would also imagine that you could do something to lift it up. Okay, let's move on. The next recommendation for you is... A monitor. This is a game changer. Your job, whatever you're doing from home, whether it be looking for a remote position, working remotely, especially, oh my gosh, especially if you are in a creative field, getting an additional monitor will change the game for you. Even more than one is possible. For example, in my setup, I have one here, here, and here. What I would love, which might be a this year thing for me or maybe a next year thing because it's kind of an investment. And what my sister has it, I'm so jealous of her. She works from home too. But she has a curved 4K TV screens. Yes, if you have an extra TV laying around, your TV can be your monitor. Although it doesn't necessarily feel good to sit that close to a TV, hers is mounted on the wall in front of her and her laptop connects to it. So she has so much real estate. If you are the kind of person who constantly has 47 things open because you have to multitask and look at 25 different documents at one time and flip between all of them, that is clutch. But let's come back down to earth and get more realistic. One additional monitor 
is also amazing. You can get them for a great price. This one over here is $89. This one's $129. Uh, one of our team members looked on Facebook Marketplace after I made this recommendation to her, Kirsten, and she had one the next day that she purchased from Facebook Marketplace. And she said, she echoed, total game changer for sure. What you need to consider here, though, is how this monitor is going to connect to your computer. We talked about this with Ethernet cables. The monitor is going to have built-in ports on it, and it's not necessarily going to come with the cable to connect it to your machine. So you need to do just a pinch of research, find out what port it has, find out what ports you have to connect to, which might be HDMI, VGA, you might only have a USB port. So you've got to figure out what dongle you need to connect your new monitor to your computer, which is really easy. Don't get intimidated. If you need help, just post on the Facebook group. We'll support you and help you. Uh, these are from Amazon. You can find them on Facebook Marketplace. A lot of times people are selling old monitors on Facebook Marketplace, and it does not have to be the same brand as your machine. Even Apple, they recommend LG for, for their computers. The next thing that we want to recommend is an external hard drive. When you're working from home, if you're storing all of your work files onto your computer, you are taking up space on your computer, which will make your computer run a little bit less efficiently over time, a little bit more slowly. So we recommend just grabbing an external hard drive and putting all of your work files there or maybe moving all of your personal files to your hard drive because in some cases your employer doesn't want you to move your work files to an external hard drive. But, you know, if you've got all of your wedding photos on your computer, if you've got you know, 10 years worth of cell phone pics on your computer. Those are things that you want to first print or put into a mixed book so you have a physical copy of them. Second, put them on a hard drive, move them off of your machine. You will be amazed at how much better your machine runs after clearing that data from it. Okay, so the next item we recommend for your home office is a laptop riser. So I don't have one of these yet. I really am probably going to order one soon. But basically what the riser does is it brings your laptop up to the same level as your monitor and gives you a better angle on your webcam. Uh, and it kind of gets things just off of the straight and down and brings you up to where you can work at a little bit of a slant. If you do get a laptop riser, you may find that you need an external keyboard and that might not be something you want to add to your to your purchase list right now. So consider that before getting a laptop riser. The next thing is a laptop fan. This is incredibly important for the health of your machine. These plug into USB ports on your computer. They're gonna keep your machine nice and cool so that we're not overheating that hard drive and your machine lasts longer. These are an incredibly low cost investment that will definitely increase the life of your machine. So uh, definitely get one of these. They're incredibly important. 
Also, your machine just sits right on top of the laptop fan. So it's not in the way. You hardly notice it. it, Sometimes it makes noise and you want to unplug it for a meeting, but it typically senses uh, the heat of your machine and only comes on when it's needed. Next is a headset. Okay, so the first thing I'm going to say is do not get a Bluetooth-only headset. It should be Bluetooth-capable for sure, but what we're experiencing right now is Microsoft Teams is having a glitch where Bluetooth headsets connected to Microsoft Teams are experiencing a few issues. Hopefully that's going to be worked out in the next few days. But if your headset were to die, you need to be able to plug it in and still join your meeting with audio. But you might also want to be able to step away from your computer. So having one that is Bluetooth functioning is also very nice. What I recommend is just using something that's uh, very market standard for a headset today. So you could use your cell phone. Um, headset, which would be fine for a beginner piece. Uh, A second piece that I recommend to you are the Plantronics, which I believe these are under $50. They are small. They have a cushion here. They're Bluetooth and auxiliary port compatible which means if they're dead, I can plug them into the computer and still use them. But if they're not dead, I can use them as Bluetooth and walk away from the computer. They're incredibly affordable and they have a soft padded piece up here. So these are great. If you wanna go a little bit fancier uh, and you've got some opportunity to do that, I use Bose. These are Very similar to the Plantronics, but definitely the Cadillac of headphones, in my opinion, and they're noise canceling, which is incredibly important for me working from home. And these did cost over uh, close to $400. And this may not be something, purchasing the Bose may not be something you're ready to do immediately, but in a work from home career, you will find that having noise canceling headphones is almost a requirement in some situations. And I'll tell you mine and why I had to invest in in noise-canceling headphones. I have a super fun neighbor who I adore and love. She's amazing. She is retired and honey, she parties like it is 1999 all day, every day. And she has 14 grandkids. We live about 12 feet apart. And I could not get my work done from home without some noise-canceling headphones. I will say she is not loud enough for my coworkers to hear her on Zoom, but it is such a distraction for me. It's also great if my husband's on the phone in the other room or we have people over and I need to work. The noise cancellation is incredible. Again, Plantronics or your cell phone headphones will be fine. The key point here is to find something that will plug in auxiliary and work as Bluetooth. All right, I think I'm to the end of my list. And if anyone has hung in here with me this long, I just wanna commend you. Here's the last thing, finishing up on the headphones. 
You might need to purchase auxiliary cables if they don't come with them and make sure that those auxiliary cables plug into your computer. You may also need a dongle depending on how new your computer is if it doesn't take auxiliary anymore. And the last major what you need in your office tip that I have for you is uh, potentially considering getting some type of smart home device like an Alexa or a Google Home that will allow you to speak to other people in your home without interrupting your set office time. I wish that I had April Willem on here with me live right now because we had a fantastic conversation about running a household and working from home. And I think it's incredibly important to discuss this concept right now. In fact, let me just tell her story. I don't think she'll mind. Um, April Willem is the founder of Stay at Home Profit. We are releasing a podcast episode with her where we talk about Stay at Home Profit and how that organization works and helps military spouses. But April has two kids at home right now and her husband at home because of quarantine and she's running a business. And so we were just discussing, how do you do this? You know, how are you getting any work done? And she indicated that her smart devices have brought her this newfound efficiency and communication in her household. So the first thing she said is, we had to set a standard for everyone that we live with of mommy's working hours and when we can talk to mommy and when mommy is not available, right? So what she's done is she has put an external monitor outside of her office door and all it does is portray her calendar. And I think it it might actually be an Alexa. It just shows her calendar for the day so that her kids can see what's on their calendar and what's on her calendar for it. For example, at this time, her son has a Zoom call, so he knows that he has to be on his Zoom call. But at this time, mom has a work call, so he knows that mom is not available during that time. And she's used her Alexa to set up office hours and modes. So they have a work mode and they have a kids mode. So she can tell her Alexa, hey, Alexa, go to kids mode. And Alexa is pre-programmed to turn on uh, their kid's favorite show and turn on um, her office red light. There is a red light outside of her door that indicates I'm not available to chat right now, uh, or, or that indicates I'm actually on a work call right now. If you walk in, you're going to be interrupting a work call, which I thought is just incredibly smart. And of course, that doesn't work without, you know, some smart light bulbs and Alexa um, and some communication agreements with you and your spouse and your kids and say this, this is what the red light means. This is what kid mode means. And but she says that it's working so well for her family that her son is now even participating and turning on kid mode for himself and taking care of himself while she's able to go do a work call and come back. So that's my last recommendation to you is be innovative consider smart devices. If you are truly working that nine to five um, remote work from home office setup, what can you do? You know, think outside the box. Jen says, do you have any desk chair recommendations? Jen, I don't. Uh, For desk chairs, you have to do what's right for your body. 
So my best recommendation to you is to go sit in chairs. I have purchased chairs before, and it's only after having them in the home and sitting in them that I've really regretted that decision. Um, I think that there are two kind of distinct schools of thought on desk chairs. Go with something cute or go with something with wheels and comfortable. I have opted for the go with something cute. I sit in an antique chair that my grandmother reupholstered. It's actually pretty comfortable for me, uh, but I do think that I would be happier and more comfortable in an ergonomic, some kind of ergonomic chair. So Jen, again, do what's right for your body. If you go with a standing desk option, I don't think the chair is as important because you're going to be committing to being on your feet for a good portion of of your day. I have, you know what? I will say this. I have tried the yoga ball chair. I had a yoga ball chair for two years and I was very happy with it. I can't say that I disliked it at all. Um, In fact, now I'm kind of thinking about getting another one. So the yoga ball chair is nice. And it's not just a yoga ball. It's a yoga ball suspended in a circular cradle. And they come with arms or without arms. I totally recommend the arms. I worked in an office where they had a exercise bike desk and a treadmill desk. It was very enjoyable. And I think that's a very innovative feature to add to your home office. Heidi says, I have a back joy for sitting in my chair and I have an oil diffuser. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I didn't even think of that. And I don't have an oil diffuser in my office anymore because we lost it in the move. But the oil diffuser does wonders, especially if you if, if you like essential oils, of course, who doesn't? And um, peppermint in particular will wake me up. If I'm feeling sleepy or I'm feeling sluggish, I can just throw in some peppermint and uh, turn that on and it helps almost instantly. Okay, I want to chime in here and add a few things that didn't quite make the live stream, but that I think are incredibly useful. The first is an in-office heating and cooling device. If you need an air purifier, a great idea is to get everything in the same unit. I have to have an air purifier. I have to have a fan for the summer and I have to have a heater for the winter. I got all of this in one unit from a Dyson fan. I forget the model name, but it is in the show notes. They have multiple models. I love mine. It makes the air smell so clean, keeps me warm, and keeps me cool. An essential oil diffuser. This was recommended by a community member, Heidi, during our live stream, and I could not believe I didn't think about it. But whether you're a big believer in essential oils or not, it's not incredibly safe to have candles in your home office. So we absolutely recommend diffusing essential oils in your office to make it, number one, smell pleasant and be enjoyable to work in. Number two, help keep you alert and awake. Remember, if you're diffusing in your office, 
to keep your diffuser at least six feet away from your electronics uh, or a safe distance so that that water is not landing in your electronics. All right, we have thrown some top-notch gear at you. I know for certain you're going to find something to make your work life easier and more efficient from this list. The list is on our blog or in the show notes. We are vertforce.us or you can scroll below to look for the link. Thanks for listening. All right, Vertforce, that is it for this episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe, rate our podcast, and leave us a review. We really love hearing from you. If you need to find the show notes, which include all of the resources we discussed in this episode, you can find those at vertforce.us. Guys, I'm serious when I say we want to hear from you. If you have an idea for an episode or a question, email us at support at vertforce.us. As a reminder, all content associated with the Vertforce podcast is the intellectual property of Vertforce LLC. All right, catch you next week.